Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Talked about it with our team yesterday, and, and again, again, our thoughts and prayers are with them. Um, as far as the Penn State game, you know, nobody in our building's happy with how things played out uh, the last couple of weeks. Um... I grew up in this profession under some really good coaches that taught me when things don't go well, it's, it's, it's on you as the leader. And so the way we've played the last two weeks is, is on me as a leader uh, to get our team, our player, our program to play up to our standard. And that's what I intend to do. Um, as I said, Saturday is not time to hit the panic button for us as a program. Um, I had a good team meeting with our players where I opened up the floor for them. And here's where I saw growth in our team. And, and this is, to me, when we say we don't lose, we learn. When I opened up the floor to our team yesterday to ask, where are we? A simple question, where are we? The ones that I'm sure you guys want to ask. What I got and what I saw was that the culture of this team is, is, is heading in the direction that, that we want it to head into because I saw a lot of kids stand up and take accountability for their play. You know, this is the time when you lose games like we've lost the last couple of weeks. That's where finger pointing starts, blaming starts happening. And I see none of that in this program. And I can tell you being here, this is year four. We've had that happen where the fingers get pointed as to play calling and uh, this guy playing and why I'm not playing. Well, that's not what has happened the last two weeks. And I've seen the leadership of this team when I continue to talk about us taking the next step. Sometimes you think it's tangible with wins and losses. We took the next step with the way our players responded because they're not happy about how they played. And then they took accountability the same way I do as the leader of the program. And so to me, uh, we're, stead- we're still moving forward. And I hope that you know, our fans and our people understand that. And though the losses show uh, different, what I saw in the locker room, what I saw in our team meeting is exactly what I had hoped to see. And, and it's encouraging. Um, there will be some changes, obviously, like I said, after the game and how we approach things and what we do. And we take these deep dive looks. You know, for me, I look at it as I've got to build our team to win in November. And what does that entail? Well, in this league, it entails being able to win up front, making sure that we have the ability to run the ball, stop the run uh, when we don't have the advantages of great weather, wetness, rain, wind, those things. And so we've got to build a team that allows us to win. And, and that's what we're doing. That's what we'll continue to do. Um, I'm confident, again, that our team will show up. They showed up yesterday with the right mindset. I mean, what a great opportunity to play a top two team. You know, for me, probably the number one team in the country here at home uh, with nothing to lose. As I told our team, there's nothing more more uh, dangerous than a desperate, a desperate man that has nothing to lose. And that's kind of where we are. Um, they've got everything to lose. They've got a big game after ours, I think. 
I don't know who they play, but they play somebody after our game that it's a pretty big game. And so for us, it's going to be about us going out, uh, doing the things that we practice with the right kind of effort, uh, with the right mentality. You know, if, if there's anything that really jumped off the screen to me is that Penn State out, they out beat us. They, they, they out toughed us. They played tougher and harder than we did. And that's not typically what a Maryland football team has looked like. And that's on me as a head coach. I mean, they should take on my personality. And uh, to me, I can tell you that um, I don't feel there's very many people out there that are tougher than me. I'm built for this. So I'm excited about this opportunity against Ohio State, a top team coming in here to the shell. Uh, again, those numbers are going. We're starting to lose opportunities uh, for our seniors. So this is a great one. Uh, our captains this week, Ami Finau, Jahari Branch, and Tank Booker. Um, with that, I'll open it up for questions. When you talk about making some adjustments up front, is that more of a recruiting emphasis, or do you anticipate there'll be lineup changes? Oh, everything involved. Uh, recruiting, trying to find a match of the best players. Uh, we're fortunate, hopefully, this week we get Mason Lunsford back, who's been kind of a stalwart, stalwart in there uh, to kind of steady things. You know, when you lose a guy up front, um, the way that that unit plays and the unison that's involved, when you start moving pieces around, which we've had to do the last few weeks, it, it takes its toll. So it'll be great to get Mason back this week, uh, you know, as long as he continues to move toward in the direction he's moved so far. Um, what we do scheme-wise, um, tying down both edges, you know, playing a little more Joey Burns, a fullback in there when it gets wet out to be able to give us a chance to be able to cover people up knock the line of scrimmage back and, and run the ball effectively. And then on the flip side of it, defensively, stop the run. Knock back, penetration, make tackles, do all those things that you got to do to win in November in the Big Ten. Mike, Ohio State leads the Big Ten in just about every offensive category. They've been held to under 45 points just twice by Notre Dame and Northwestern. Is there any common thread when you look back at the tape of those games that they did defensively against the Buckeyes that might help you this week? You know, I think the biggest thing when you watch Ohio State because of the way they're spread out, diverse with the talent they have on offense, it starts with trying to affect the quarterback, which, you know, the games that they've lost over the years here that I've had a chance to evaluate is they've been able to get the quarterback on the ground and effectively uh, create problems for him because he's the guy that makes that thing go, and he's a special player. And so, yeah, we're going to have to do some things and, and where we can try to affect this quarterback because, you know, when they've struggled, it's because people have gotten to the quarterback and affected him. And so we've got to do some things on defense to try to affect the quarterback. When you mentioned that, taking a deep look, I mean, what, what have the last couple of days looked like as a staff? And is there anything, I mean, not like game planning wise, but anything else specific that you plan to change this week? I mean, the big thing is the deep dive is really looking at everything we do in our program, how we travel, what we do, how much we practice, rehab, uh, scheme. Uh, for me, I've watched the Penn State game. I got back, stayed in my office, watched it three times, offense, defense, special teams, met with Leah in the morning. He and I watched it together uh, to flush and, and really kind of get back to the roots of where these issues are because uh, we haven't played played very well the last two, three games. Uh, now we've dealt with a backup quarterback playing three games ago against Northwestern. We've dealt with wind and rain in the Wisconsin game, and then we've dealt with some elements this week. But the thing that jumped out for this game is that I felt we got out-toughed, and that's that's personal for me. Uh, speaking to Lee, he's been held under 100-yard 100, 100 passing over the last two games. 
when you do look at the tape. When last few at, or last two? Last two. Yeah. My, yeah. Um, I was wondering, what are you seeing? Is it is it the amount of pressure that he's facing from from the linebackers in these last two games? Like, what what are you in the scene? Well, I, I know this. A couple of weeks ago, there were a lot of teams that played in the Midwest that were held under 100 yards passing. Uh, I think the guy we played in this week maybe have been under 100 yards passing in the Northwestern game. You know, that's when I talk about building a team for November in the Big Ten. I mean, weather is a factor, and so. You know, as I said, balance isn't necessarily throwing it for a certain amount of yards or running it for a certain amount. It's being able to do both when you need to. And when we play in some of the elements we've played in, we need to run the ball. And so there hasn't been a big emphasis other than when we had to throw the ball to try to put the ball in harm's way. Have we protected him very well? No, we haven't. But there were opportunities for him to maybe not take as many sacks by getting the ball out. There were some guys open. As he and I have spoken about, it's about, you know, being very disciplined and not looking at the rush because you have, I mean, he's got beat up the last couple of games. When you get sacked 12 times the last two games, it's a lot of hits on the quarterback. And so it's my job to make sure we're doing things to get him protected. We're calling things that allows him to get the ball out of his hands quicker and that, you know, we can, we can keep him upright to where he can do the things that Leah has shown the ability to do really well. Hey, Coach. What's up, man? Uh, you, you talked about players stepping up, taking accountability um, after the Penn State game. Was there any player in particular that kind of uh, showed that leadership um, during that meeting for you? I can tell you, it's, it was a bunch of them. I mean, I don't want to get into, you know, in-house family stuff, but uh, all classes, walk-ons, freshmen, seniors, I mean, we had a lot of guys. Because when you ask that question, where are we, um, you know, I knew where I thought we were and what I felt we needed to do. But I wanted to hear from them because, you know what, in this day and age of transfer portal, NIL, I mean, we work for them. I mean, if you really want to look at it, I mean, as a head coach, I work for those guys. And so I needed to find out from them where they saw us. And I was really, really encouraged with the response I got. And it wasn't just one or two people. It was a lot of people. And that, to me, is the cultural shift that we need to continue to have. Coach, you mentioned the play calling. Have you been happy with the play calling? And if not, is there something that you want to see a little bit different offensively? I mean, is it just offensive play calling or defense? I mean, all, oh, just offensive play calling. Um, I mean, obviously, when you don't score points, then I don't think anybody in the building is happy with it. But as we've come to find out, and when you watch the tape and evaluate it, you can call anything you want. But if it isn't getting executed, I mean, most plays, and I, I say this, and I'm not saying this to be disrespectful, every play you design and draw up, is designed to work because you got everybody blocked on paper, you got everybody, but it takes one or two guys to not make the block and now it doesn't work. And the first thing you want to do is question, hey, the play calling, is it a good play call? Well, I'm sure every game, I know when I called plays, there were games where I said, damn, that was a terrible call. And I wish I wouldn't have called it then or there, but um, no, I'm not, I don't have a problem with the play calling as much as our execution of it. Um, and then I do think we include starting with myself first that I have to make sure that we have plays in our offense and that we're developed as a team or offense when we face certain elements that we can do certain things to win the game whatever it takes coach you talk about you know where are we what needs to happen in these next two games and then the bowl game after that for this to be considered a successful season in your eyes I ain't worried about the next two right now I'm worried about Ohio State as we always try to do and that's again the philosophy what, what needs to happen, we need to find a way to, to win a game against a, a ranked team here at home this week. And that's what all of my energy and focus has been about. 
what does it do for your guys' confidence and your your confidence and specifically your ability to get back on track coming home now for two straight home games to end the regular season? Um, I mean, obviously those two road games was tough losses, you know, for us. But I don't think our confidence has, you know, wavered or we lost any confidence. I think it's just, um, you know, we're getting our confidence from the work we put in. And, um, you know, those are two really good teams and tough games. And um, I think for our team, you know, we still have an opportunity, you know, to play against a really good team in Ohio State. And uh, I think, you know, we're all embracing those opportunities. And it's just a matter of us doing our job and preparing the right way. So. Hey, Talia. Uh, Coach Loxley said that you, uh, you and he and you uh, watched the game together after uh, and studied the film. What did you learn from him uh, in, in that moment? Um, yes, uh, you know, like regular going over film and stuff like that. Um, obviously, there are things in the game, uh, missed opportunities and stuff like that. So, uh, like I said, I think the biggest thing I learned was just, you know, getting back to the basics with my footwork, um, really with just our whole offense and playing fast, getting the balls out of my hands quickly and um, you know, operating the system the right way. So. Hey, Talia. Um, Larksley talked about kind of having a team meeting where a lot of players spoke. And, and it sounds like it was a lot of players across the board. But I'm just curious for you as, as the quarterback, do you place any additional um, responsibility on yourself just to make sure everybody else is, is in the right place going into these two games? Um, of course. You know, I feel uh, as a team, you know, Obviously, losing two times in a row on the road to really good teams and um, us as a team, we wanted to make good use of that opportunity. And as far as offense, you know, not putting points up on the board, um, I think two point, 10 points in two games, stuff like that. Obviously, that's, that's not the standard. And, um, you know, it's all about action and, uh, you know, preparing the right way. And, you know, times like this, it's always about, you know, always being the same person you know, going through your same routine and, and process and, you know, finding out what, what you can do better, stuff like that. So I think uh, our team meeting, hearing, you know, what the team has to say, you know, a lot of different players are talking and I think, uh, you know, we're all on the right mindset and we're all together trying to finish this thing out the right way. We still have a great opportunity and um, everyone's just looking to work hard and, you know, make the best of the opportunity. So. And just curious to me, what is it like for you when you, you sit down with Loxley and you watch film from a game like Saturday, just on a, I don't know, I don't want to say emotional because I know it's a methodical process, but like, is it, is it hard to have to go through a, a game that went like that? Of course. I mean, it's, it's always hard, you know, when you put a lot in through the week and, you know, you come up with, with zero points and not only that, you just come out uh, not winning the game. I think that's, uh, it's really hard just as competitors and stuff like that. But obviously, um, you know, there's always things you can learn from, and uh, that's that's really all all it is with watching film with Coach Locks is just learning, um, trying to get better. So, hey, Leah, you get th uh, for a good part of the season, you guys have been really good at like throwing the first punch, scoring first, um, and getting the right start. But these last two weeks, you guys kind of struggled in the first quarter. Just what kind of has led to like the the first quarter, quarter struggles? Is it like also what do you think defenses are may have been doing differently against you guys? Um, I feel like for us, it's, you know, getting, getting the first first down. And um, that's where we really get our tempo and we start getting into a rhythm and stuff like that. Uh, 
I mean, if you really look at the film, we feel personally that, uh, you know, there's a lot of good defenses out there and they got really good coaches too and good players and stuff like that. And it's just, it all comes down to our job and um, the things that we do on offense. And uh, obviously they, they do a good job too on defense, but, you know, it's just doing our job and uh, executing the plan. And, you know, we haven't been on the same page these past two weeks. So that's something that we're looking to fix. Talia, you've been sacked 12 times the last two games. Uh, what are teams doing? What, what, do you, what, what do you see that they're trying to do? And how does the Ohio State pass rush, I think they're tied for fourth in the Big Ten in sacks, how does their pass rush differ from what you saw from Penn State and uh, Wisconsin? Um, yeah, I mean, they're all really good teams. And uh, like I said, I, I don't think you know they're really doing anything uh, that we can't, you know, pick up and stuff like that. I think it's more so me getting the ball out of my hands quicker, um, making quick decisions, fast decisions. And, you know, if I have to leave the pocket, I make a decision to leave the pocket. And um, like I said, I think it's just uh, us doing our job and, you know, everyone being on the same page as the offense. And, um, you know, all the sacks, it's not just on the O-line. It's on quarterbacks, receivers, running backs, and stuff like that with timing and stuff. So. Like I said, it's just things we gotta, you know, continue to practice, and I think we all got the right mindset to do it. So, hi, Talia. You mentioned getting your footwork ready or back to where it was before the bye week. Well, for you also before the bye week, you're coming off an injury. So, how does your knee feel? You mentioned you've been sacked 12 times, so you've been kind of getting beat up a little bit. So, how do you feel? And also, is there an extra level of difficulty for you getting your footwork back to where it was before that injury? Uh, yeah, my knee, my knee feels uh, good. You know, at this point of the year, everyone's banged up. Everyone's playing through in, injury, stuff like that. It's, uh, you know, it's you know just competitors and stuff like that. Um, I think with me getting my footwork, it's uh, all timing stuff. And like I said, it's always, uh, it comes down to being on the same page with receivers and timing with uh, running backs and stuff like that. So uh, I think... A lot of responsibility comes on me, and you know I have to, I have to do what's best, and that's you know working my footwork and stuff like that. Just like I said, watching film with locks and you know going through film with Enos and stuff like that. It's, it's all in you know my footwork. I feel like before the bye week, uh, we play best when we're playing fast and you know we're on a rhythm and stuff like that, and that's when my feet are good. So I just got to get back to that. And you mentioned a big opportunity um, hosting Ohio State this weekend. What are you hoping to accomplish for yourself against one of the best teams in college football? Yeah, I think uh, it's a great opportunity, you know, for us uh, to be able to host them at home. And um, you know, we're us as a team, we're looking, we're looking to win. And um, you know, this is a big opportunity for us. And you know, that's the biggest thing, <laughs> just trying to win, get this, uh, get our team back on track, and. Uh, just continue to finish out the season the way we wanted to. So, Talia, so Coach mentioned in, in this matchup that you guys are the side with really nothing to lose. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.